Welcome to the Star Wars Canon Podcast, where we're keeping that galaxy far, far away in order. What a piece of junk! There are stories about what happened. It's true. All of it. Now, here's your host, Brian Miller. Hello and welcome everybody to these, what is this, episode 8 now of the Star Wars Canon Podcast? Yeah, episode 8. This is episode 8. I had a little brain fart there for a second. Uh, this is the episode for September 29th, 2018. I am your host, Brian Miller, and I have with me again, the lovely Kirsty Clements. How are you doing tonight, babe? I'm doing great. Anytime I get to spend time with you, babe. Oh, she's just trying to butter me up because she knows I'm going to be famous someday. Uh, so... Guys, for those of you who are new to the podcast, let me run it down for you real quick. Uh, this is essentially a show where we just focus on Star Wars news and canon material, uh, and we take your questions. That's pretty much all we're going to do this week. Last week was a bit of a shorter episode, so I think this week we're going to kind of take our time and go through it a little slower and and uh, give you guys the time you deserve. So uh, before we get into the news and everything, though, uh, a couple of housekeeping things uh, that we do every week. Uh, first off, the Star Wars Canon Podcast is now available on iTunes and Spotify, and as of right now, soon to be available on the Google Play Store, so make sure to go check it out there. Also, keep an eye out for it on Google Play, uh, and uh, give us a thumbs up, a like, a favor to follow, anything there is there, uh, make sure to check that out. Also, I uh, wanted to put this out there, also I just saw Kirsty's uh, note here on my computer, it says... Uh, about the website editor. Uh, we are going to be closing down StarWarsCanonLibrary.com here before long, but we're going to be having it transferred to StarWarsCanonPodcast.com. The, it's essentially going to be the same thing. It's just it's going to be centralized around the podcast. Now, the upcoming canon list will still be there. The contact us page and the timeline will all still be there. It's just we won't have the art gallery anymore of all the cover art of everything. But you got to... Well, what, well, how's the saying go? You got to break some eggs to make an omelet sometimes. Something like that. Sacrifice some to, to get ahead. So uh, that's what we're going to be doing. But uh, yeah, definitely check that out. And then also, uh, here very soon, if we can get some people interested in it, we're going to be doing military-style dog tags as a fundraiser for Wounded Warriors Project. And that was, again, Kirsty's idea. So, babe, do you want to tell everybody a little bit more about that? Uh, guys, basically, the whole concept behind doing the dog tags and doing the... Um support of our wounded warriors and everything like that is one some of you may not know this but brian is a veteran and so in support of him being our librarian and our host of our show we wanted to support him and then there's other people in my life that you know i'm really involved with and being there with him you know like my dad and my grandfather served and some of my good friends you know people that i went to high school with and everything like that that i still talk to on quite a regular basis you know, I want to go out there and I want to be able to support some of these guys. Some of these guys have to work for a living, you know, and sometimes they don't, they need a little bit extra, you know, just, just to say thank you for going out and doing what you did and everything like that because you guys are the reasons why we get to sit here and say, my back hurts or I have to wear a seatbelt when I drive down the road. Those are the guys that give us the right to be able to say those kinds of things. So our whole point in doing this is being able to say thank you to those guys. So if you guys are interested... Let me, me or Brian know. Hit us up on our email, through the Facebook. However, there's many avenues there to reach out to us. Just let us know if you're interested. The more people we get interested in that, the more we can benefit and reach out to those guys and give them the help that we would like to and let them know that we appreciate what they've done. 
but yeah, we definitely want to do that for our uh, wounded warriors, and that's definitely something that means a lot to me. So uh, we're going to be doing that very soon. Like Kirsty said, let us know in an email, comment somewhere. Just let us know that you're interested, and uh, we'll start keeping a tally of how many people are interested and uh, see if that's something we want to do. So uh, I think that does it for the housekeeping stuff. Do you want to get into the news? What do we got first? First, first up in our news, uh, we want to cover, unfortunately, the sad passing of Gary Kurtz. Now, for those of you who do not know who Gary Kurtz is, he was one of the executive producers in our first and original True Love, Star Wars, that came out in 90, er, 77. Sorry. Little fumble <laughs> in my tongue there. Oops. Special editions don't count. Yeah, special editions definitely don't count. Sorry, George Lucas, but yeah. <laughs> so... How does that make you feel, Brian? Uh, it's it's definitely a sad day for Star Wars fans. Anytime Star Wars loses one of its uh, original, you know, cast members or crew members, it's it's always bittersweet. And you know, I mean, it it sucks because they're gone, but at the same time, they left behind this incredible body of work for us. I mean, he changed the world. He worked on a film that changed the world. You know, so it's 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 very sad. He was seventy eight. Uh, he passed away at his home in London. So. Uh, our hearts and prayers go out to the Kurtz family. Uh, we are definitely thinking about you. And uh, just know that we do care in this uh, this trying time in you guys' lives. So. Uh, we have a release of a new trailer for Resistance, the new animated series. And that's... Who's the lead in the department? Over Dave, the, Filoni? Dave Filoni. Yeah, Dave Filoni is, is the head of the department over the animated for Disney or uh, for the Star Wars over there so uh, this is a new installment of that and uh, right before we started this episode me and Brian jumped on and we watched that trailer and I gotta say it's kind of spunky and I I hope you guys kind of looked it up and, and touched base with that because from what I see they're bringing in a lot of our favorite characters like we said last week a lot of favorite characters so that's something that I'm kind of getting excited for and particular character that we were like what how'd they do that <laughs> so i recommend you guys go out there and watch that so brian how do you feel Here, here's the thing the first trailer that came out for resistance i covered it i think two weeks ago i believe it was two weeks ago i looked at it and the first trailer for the resistance series had like 1.4 million views at that time i don't know what it's at now i haven't looked uh but you know what here i will look it up real quick though because I want to know. I'm actually curious now to see what it's sitting at. At the time of the recording, two weeks ago, it was sitting at 12,000 likes and 120,000 dislikes. It was that big of a difference. Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up real quick uh, and see where it's sitting now. Resistance trailer. The first Resistance trailer, let's see here. And it's even worse now. <laughs> it is sitting at a million and a half views. It has 12,000 likes still, but 139,000 dislikes for the first Resistance trailer. And, and you know, a lot of people, a lot of the comments you go in there and look at, I'm not going to read any of them, but a lot of them are, you know, uh, this doesn't look anything like Star Wars. This doesn't feel like Star Wars. This isn't what we thought we were getting. This doesn't look like Rebels or Clone Wars. This looks too childish. It's like... Yes, yes, yes. All of that. Yes, you're not wrong. That's exactly, you're right. What's the problem with that? Why can't kids have Star Wars stuff too? Why does everything have to be for the adults? I don't even think it's supposed to be just for the kids. Okay, you guys, throw them a bone. (laughs) 
It's not supposed to be just like Clone Wars or just like Rebels. One, it's not going to look like it. It's new. It's different. It takes place in a totally new era. It's going to be dealing with new characters. It's a brand new portrayal of all that crap, yeah. you know? So, how, how else? <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> when we move, every time we've moved, okay, I always write on there, Brian, Star Wars with the S word. So, I'm just going to keep it safe here and say all that crap. So, oh, moving on <laughs> moving on back to the story. But seriously, like, how else do you expect them to cover this and create this story and show it to you? Yeah, okay, so don't like it. At least give it a shot. Well, the new trailer, uh, Richard J. told me about it today while I was at work. He asked me if I'd seen it. I was like, no, I haven't. Well, what's going on? And he said a new trailer dropped and that it wasn't really reaction worthy, so I didn't do a reaction video of it, but he said he definitely wanted to hear our thoughts on it. So, uh we sat down and watched it before we started recording and it still had that kind of childish element to it. But at the same time, it, it, it looks like it's going to have this underlaying seriousness to it. Cause we saw star killer base. We saw the first orders ships. We saw, you know, Kylo Ren shuttle, but we also saw Leia and Poe. And I don't know who is voicing Leia, but whoever it is, that's why I said, how did they do they that? They nailed Leia. And it's and it's it's insane. Like, as soon as I saw Leia pop up, I'm like, oh, geez, geez, please do this right. And then it actually sounded like older Leia. And it's like, I how wonder, in the hell? I wonder if they have it credited yet. I don't know. I like, can you pull it up and look, look at look, it yeah, and on. see if they have it credited yeah, yet? Yeah, let me look. Because I wonder if they're going to do something like um, when they did the old old Ben talking in the visions that Ray was having and they clipped some of his voices of Alec Guinness mm -hmm. and they clipped parts of what he was saying don't be afraid and it saying her name Ray or is it going to be like how they took something that uh, Carrie Fisher said in some of the old ones because unfortunately it was like you know trying to make her sound younger at the end of um, what one was it? Uh, row Eight? one? Yeah, Rogue One. Rogue One, when she it said was, hope. Because yeah, they just took it hope, from, yeah. help me Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. They yeah. took the hope from the end of it. and yeah. So are they doing something like that? And is she going to have a very small no. part it's, in Resistance? Or is she going to play a bigger part in it? The the person voicing General Leia Organa is Rachel Butera? Buttera? I don't know how to pronounce her name. It's B-U-T-E-R-A. Okay, I'm not even going to try that without Yeah, I'm, I'm not either, it. but... Um, but that's part of the... She's under main cast. Guest cast includes Poe Dameron, Kylo Ren, which Adam Driver's doing Kylo Ren. Nice. I didn't know that till just now. Nice. Phasma, which is still Gwendolyn Christie. Oscar Isaac is doing Poe. Uh, and Elijah Wood is doing a character named Jace Rucklin. But they're all under guest, but Leia is under main. She's under main cast list. So is Leia going to have a bigger part in this than we thought? Because this takes place six months before episode seven. Okay, so she's going to, obviously, if she's under main cast, she's going to have a, a major role in this series. And how do we know how long it's going to run for? I have no idea. For six months before Force Awakens, though, how long can it run? Unless it's going to start overlapping films. I mean, that's possible, but if it's going to take place like six months, I don't know. Well, I thought Rebels would get at least five seasons, but we got four. I really thought we'd get the five mark at least. That's true. But, I mean, it was kind of easy for them to wrap it up. Although, right. I... Shame on me. I haven't finished watching it oh, yet. Oh, God. Why? I need to show you the last <laughs> season of Rebels. 
So the last thing you saw was... I, I couldn't even tell you. I'd have to it's look been so long. It Yeah, it's been that long. We're going to have to just rewatch the series. Probably. Probably. Beginning I need to, to put end. down the Netflix. You need to. And pick up the Rebels. I've got the first three seasons. By the time you get to season four, I'll have it. You need to start watching those again. And you need to watch Clone Wars, too, because you've never watched it beginning to end chronologically. No, You've I've, watched pretty much the highlights of what I... Yeah, I know the major story arcs. You've seen the Mortis episodes, yep. the Yoda-centric stuff. Yeah. The Onderon episodes. I think that's all I've shown you. I think I there's know. a couple other... I didn't show you the arc with Ahsoka being uh, tried falsely for murder, did I? I think you did. When she left the Order. But now, guys, Holy I just want to remind you, okay? Don't let him think that he's showing me anything, okay? <laughs> <laughs> This is not like I have a like a blinder taken off of my eyes for the first time, and I'm like, oh, so shiny. What's this? Star Wars? It's so amazing. No, okay. Star Wars has been a part of my life. Just wasn't this big. Yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit with Mailbag. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. But yeah, no, the general Leia thing, I don't, I, I don't know who she... Must be on, one phenomenal any, voice actress. She, I wonder if she's the same one that voiced General Leia in Battlefront. Hang on, let me look. She must be a really phenomenal because if voice she is, actress. I'm gonna look here. Star Wars, Battlefront, two cast. I want to see who played Leia because Leia was in the uh, uh, DLC. General Leia was while they were evacuating Dakar right before the beginning of Episode Eight. Yeah, just like anything relating to Star Wars, which Brian is never usually wrong when it comes to Star Wars. I don't but if there's a chance, I think Brian told me a story once upon a time. He played a Star Wars. Uh, oh no, it wasn't even Star Wars. It was like a Superman question. Isn't that what it was? What was it? Somebody asked you a Superman question and you were wrong about it? No, somebody named Misty Lee voiced Leia in Battlefront. Okay. Different person. But anyway, uh, what, what were you asking? A Superman question? Yeah, I think somebody asked you a Superman question, and it was like the only the only. Oh, it was time a Smallville question. Oh, yeah. I wasn't dating you at the time. I was no. dating somebody else, and we had a bet about something in Smallville, and I was so confident, I was so cocksure that I was right that I bet her that if I was wrong, I would wax my legs. <laughs> and as she was putting in the DVD to pull it up, as she was getting to the scene, I realized, horrified, that I was wrong. <laughs> Before she got to it, I was like, don't even play it. I already know I'm wrong. She's like, no, we're going to find out. And she pulled it up. And sure enough, I was wrong. And I went through with it. I, well, I, I almost I went halfway through with it. I waxed one leg. And it hurt so freaking much, I shaved the other one. <laughs> like, I just, But I did follow through with it. But I, I hate guys, being wrong now. You guys want to know what the best part of that story was? Is that he worked at the local car wash. So all summer while he's in his swim trunks working at the car wash, he had to keep shaving one leg because one leg was waxed. Yeah, no, I, and my boss at one point, uh, asked me, she, I was wearing gym shorts one day. This is completely off topic. I don't care. Uh, we were sitting in the office one day and she was staring at my legs and I'm like, I don't want to hear it, Amy. And she's like, no, no, no. How did you do it without getting razor burn? What kind of razor G? <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up telling her, she, she come back two weeks later. She's like, oh my God, it was all. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But anyway, no, I don't like being wrong. So at least I like being informed. I don't mind being wrong. I'd rather be informed though. I'm not going to say I'm right and not know if I'm right or not. Anywho, uh, but this trailer for Resistance does look pretty good. It comes out, I think, what, next week? October 7th. Uh, Am I wrong? Uh, a week from this Sunday. Is it October 7th? Yeah, then? October okay. 7th is when it comes out. So uh, we're going to have to figure out a way to watch it because we don't have cable. And my mom does. Oh, your mom does. Yay! Over to the in-laws we go. 
So, uh, anyway, that'll pretty much do it for the Resistance trailer. Definitely go check it out, though. If you guys weren't a fan of the first Resistance trailer, go check this one out. You know what? I want to see how many dislikes that new one's got. Because I'm curious, and I like to be well-informed. Resistance trailer. New one. Uh, okay, so it's not as bad. The new trailer is actually sitting at 88,000 views, and it's got 5,400 likes and 3,700 dislikes. It still hurts me right It still hurts. Field. It's like 60%. <laughs> yeah, it still hurts. But anyway, uh, so definitely go check that out. Guys, give this show a shot. Even if you're not a fan of the way it looks. I'm not a fan of the way it looks. I don't, I, I'm not a fan of the animation of it at all, but I'm still going to give it a shot. So go into it with an open mind, and uh, then if you don't like it, at least then you can say you tried. Yeah. You know, at least. So, uh, moving on. Let's see here. What else we got to talk about here, babe? Uh, um, there's a new trailer out for a VR series. Oh, yeah. Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series. And this is for episode one. The trailer yes. dropped for it. Yes. I personally have not seen it, so you can give everybody. There's not a whole thoughts. lot to it. It's just Vader kind of walking around. That's all it is, and him saying something. But it's but it sounds just like uh, James Earl Jones. Okay, I think they got cool. him back. But uh, supposedly this game. See, I didn't know anything about this game until like two days ago. Uh, and I'm looking at StarWarsNewsNet.com for the article. It says the first teaser trailer for ILM XL uh, IML, ILM X Labs. Is that how you say it? Upcoming Darth Vader virtual reality series is here, and along with a brief glimpse into the premise of the series, we also have a title for the game set to debut with a standalone Oculus Quest VR headset in 2019. The series will be called Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series. The title was officially unveiled at Oculus Connect 5 in San Jose, California, and the trailer is for the first episode in a three-part series. So, uh, it says, uh, I don't know whose quote this is. Uh, oh, here we go. Oh, this is from Kathleen Kennedy herself. It says, We always look for opportunities to explore the Star Wars universe in new ways. Uh, ILM X Lab is very excited to be working with David S. Goyer on a first-of-its-kind Star Wars experience which allows fans to travel to Darth Vader's fiery lava-ridden fortress and wield a lightsaber on his home turf. Ooh. Yeah, it's... Like, I got chills just thinking about that all of a sudden. Cause it's I, feel like, like, super, I feel like super spoopy already for Halloween. Like, See, this doesn't come out until next year, though. It says the series is set between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope and is connected to ILM X Labs and the Void's location-based hyper-reality experience, Star Wars Secrets of the Empire. So, guys, this is something that... It, it, it's canon. The story is canon. This is something that I really want to get. But you're going to have to convince Kirsty to let me spend the money on getting this. So definitely let us know. If you want me to review this when it comes out, let her know. Guys, you got to fight for me here. You got to convince her to let me get it. She's just staring at me from across the room. <laughs> you know why? Because I have the high ground. She's, she's giving me this look like, haha, you think you're funny. It's because of you guys that Brian gets to buy anything. His equipment, his video games, anything. It's because of you guys, the fans. No, really what it is, what happened was, uh, we started getting, okay, we got together. And then like six months after we got together, they announced the Star Wars canon slate wipe thing. 
And then I decided I wanted to keep up on all the Canon stuff, but I knew that she'd never let me buy it all. So I started a website and a YouTube channel and a podcast just so she had to say yes to let me get everything. That's what it is. I'm just kidding. Not really. Kind of, but not really. I let him think that that's the reason why. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more later. So <laughs> that's really all there is in the, in the, in the world of news, though. There's, I mean, there's not a whole lot this week. No, this week we're, really. a, we're a little slow. That's, that's fine. Uh, however, there is uh, a little bit of new canon stuff that came out this past week. We yeah. had uh, Solo, a Star Wars Story Blu-ray finally dropped. The home video release finally dropped. And you guys realized that Brian wanted that so bad that he left work on his lunch and went and picked it up. I did. Up. I drove 20 minutes one way on my lunch break to buy it and then 20 minutes back. I did. You're not wrong. And I'm sure he was, like, gripping the edge of his seat, cranking them trucks, the elevator, like, just waiting. I was, I was, uh, I was excited. Yeah. I, the first thing I did when I came home, you got home and I was watching the special features. Yeah. In here, that was the first thing. Every I was night going that I've been home since you went and picked it up, I've, been I, I've it. walked in. It's to starting this to grow room. on me. I'm glad because it's, I enjoyed <laughs> it. I know you did. Solo's starting to grow on me a little bit. I know I'm going to catch flack for that, but it's there's still a couple things on it. I'm just like, oh god, why? But then, like the hot and chewy shower scene, was that really necessary? You don't shower with your dog. Why would you shower with your Wookiee? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I mean that's not true. We had a cat one time that you get in the shower with my dad. Remember that? Anyway, so, uh, but no, Solo's starting to grow on me a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to have that Blu-ray finally, but uh, I'm kind of shocked, though, that they didn't come out with a Blu-ray DVD digital set like they did everything else so far. It was just strictly Blu-ray. Um, Are they doing away with DVD? That's or? what I was getting ready to say. So, well, then, I guess I'm just SOL. SOL, we're to get a Blu-ray player I'm for like, the bedroom, yeah. I'm always like, babe, they're so much cheaper. Yeah, no, no, I, I like Blu-ray. <laughs> See, I can tell the difference between Blu-ray and DVD, but I can't tell the difference between 4K and Blu-ray. I cannot tell the difference at all. My eyes just cannot fathom it. But anyway, uh, we've got the Blu-ray for Solo out now, and I'm interested to see what those Blu-ray sales do. Since Last Jedi had the highest Blu-ray sale of 2018 so far, I want to see what Solo does, yeah. even considering it's box office quote-unquote flop. You know what I mean? Yeah, you'll definitely have to keep an eye on that. Uh, and then Marvel's Doctor Aphra number 24 came out on Wednesday, and the last issue of Poe Dameron dropped. Issue 31 is finally over. I'm sad. And I was talking about, we didn't know what they were going to replace it with. Now we know. It's that uh, Star Wars series, the... Uh, the Ages. The Ages. The Age of Republic, Age of Rebellion, and Age of Resistance, yeah. So, uh, yeah. It kind of sucks that Poe Dameron's coming to an end, but it had to at some point. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily that mean that his story is over. Obviously, they're going to touch well, no, base yeah. back with Poe Dameron in the Resistance animated series. Well, the animated series takes place before the Poe Dameron comic. Still, they're going to still so, touch yeah, base So, yeah, they're still going to touch And yeah, there's on... obviously, it doesn't matter when or where it takes place, there's still more story to be told. Oh, there's a galaxy full of literally billions and billions and billions of planets. You know, like, of people you can tell a story about. You can make a saga about any family. You know, it wasn't just the Skywalkers that screwed the family up, the, the galaxy up. It was probably some other families did their part along the way. Okay, where's the producer and the writer that's going to write the story and the saga about us? Because I think that'd be one hellacious, funny, like, comedy it, it, right No, there. there's no room in Star Wars for a sitcom. All right, um, so... I'm not talking about Star Wars. <laughs> oh. Upcoming canon this coming week, we've got Marvel's Star Wars number 55, which I believe is still following the Hope Dies story arc. Which is an excellent story arc so far. The Rebels finally got the Mon Calamari ships. Or the Mon Calamari to allow them to have their fleet. 
for the Rebel fleet, and Vader shows up and just starts wrecking house with it. But anyway, uh, excellent, excellent storyline so far. And then uh, IDW's, this is new. I don't know anything about this yet. IDW's Star Wars Adventures, Tales from Vader's Castle Number 1. What the hell is that? That's new. Well, IDW, isn't that generically usually for, like, youth? Yeah, they're doing, they're doing the Star Wars Adventures comics, yeah, but now they're doing a subset. Like, the next, I think, five issues are going to be Tales from Vader's Castle. And it makes me wonder if it's something that goes hand-in-hand hand with that uh, Vader Immortal. Well, maybe it's like a, a child's version of the story. That's what I'm, Cause I'm I curious. Feel like, cause... I feel like they've been doing a lot of canon coming out that is like a child's version. Like, yeah. They've been writing like um, youth and like young adult novel versions or like at least short stories or something yeah. like that to cover some of the um, movies that have come out. Like the ones that you're not so fond oh, of yeah. for the classics. Princess, Scoundrel, and the Farm Boy, and So You yeah. Want to Be a Jedi and Beware the Power of the Dark Side. Those are yeah. really bad. The first one's not so bad. It's actually, it's decent. It's just written kind of weird. But other than that, the other two, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. still not as bad as Heir to the Jedi. So I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what the Star Wars Adventures is going to be. I mean, I already know what Adventures is, but the Tales from Vader's Castle. I kind of want to know what that's going to be. They're starting to focus a lot more on that Mustafar thing. Because even in the Vader comic now, he's telling the Emperor he wants his castle on Mustafar. And the Emperor's like, Mustafar, why? You know, and it's, they're but, starting to touch a lot on that Mustafar thing. It makes sense to me. Well, that's where Anakin essentially lost everything. That's where Anakin died. That's well, where, that's where Darth Vader yeah. became Darth Vader. Yeah. So that makes sense to me. That's well, even that in Rogue One, that big window that Krennic yeah. and Vader were talking in front yeah. of, that Vader went to look at, that looks out on the spot where Obi Wan. Yeah. Ended the fight, you know, and you are my brother, Anakin. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many times we can well, say that during this podcast and make it fit. Well, they feed from being a dark side user. You feed from that from anger, the anger and the so hatred, you would yeah. think being close to that energy of like where you became a what dark are, side yeah. user and everything like being that close to it is just it's no different than the a kyber crystal being in a lightsaber yeah unlimited fuel hello yeah. like Darth Vader is literally probably one of the smartest out there <laughs> no he's there's a reason he's the most feared Sith Lord yeah there's a reason people still have nightmares about him but anyway I think that's going to do it for the news and the canon this week, but we are going to be getting into some mailbag questions. Last week we had to do a shorter episode because we had some technical difficulties, which I think we've resolved at this point. Everything's working just fine. I got everything set up in the new format. Pretty soon we'll have cameras up so I can actually make a show out of this. I'll have to look halfway decent. You, you, you'll probably have to, you know, at least put some clothes on. And then, um... We're, and you're going to have to let me spend some more money. But anyway, um, we're going to be uh, getting the format going. But uh, last week, we didn't get into very many questions. We had, I think we I had five lined up and we answered two, I think. So the other three from last week, I carried over. And then I grabbed a couple more uh, for this week. So, uh, babe, would you like to read the first question from our mailbag listeners this week? This, uh, this week? Okay. First question we have. Joey Metzner writes in. And he says, why do you think Obi-Wan's lightsaber didn't change at all between episodes one and two, even though he lost it in the Phantom Mentis? In the Phantom Mentis? Oh my god. Mentis? (laughs) (laughs) The Phantom Mentis? (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Laugh, everybody, just Episode one, just say episode one. (laughs) Even though he lost it in episode one. Is there a canon explanation to this? Also, I know that they were trying to make Anakin's lightsaber in episode 3 match the one from A New Hope. But several of the details were different. Why do you think that is? 
Uh, first off, thanks for the question, Joey. Uh, okay, so Obi-Wan's saber, I think it's chalked up simply. You're right, he did lose it at the end of episode one. Maul kicked it down the pit that he fell down. Uh, but honestly, I think it's just... Episode two was ten years after episode one. He liked the design. That's all it was. He liked it. It was it was very Obi-Wan-esque. He just wanted to make the same saber again. I'm, I'm kind of wondering, though, why he didn't have Qui-Gon's saber in episode two. I think it would have made a lot more sense canonically. Personally, but I, Obi-Wan with a green saber, I don't think would have went off real well with a lot of people because I don't know. It's just I know people are finicky about stuff like that. But traditionally, isn't it you're supposed to build your own lightsaber? You're supposed to. So yeah. that way you connect with it better because it's an extension of yourself. Luke didn't build his first lightsaber. Well, no, but he also didn't, Ray didn't train. build her first lightsaber. Neither one of them trained <laughs> as a child. They weren't taken from their home to train as a youngling either. Right. No, Ways the, of being the, the a Jedi changed over time. Was, yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Back then, during that time, during the Old Republic, yeah, you know. Well, there's no canon explanation to it. Because even in the Obi-Wan Anakin comic that takes place between episodes one and two, Obi-Wan has a different lightsaber. So... He, and it wasn't Qui-Gon's, and it was just a different looking hilt. So he probably at one point was like, ah, I really miss that old design. I'm going to go back to that one, you know, and, and he just built another one. Because the one from episode one was just like silver, but the one from two was chrome. That was the only difference. But as far as Anakin's saber goes, uh, no, you're right. There were a lot of differences in Anakin's lightsaber from episode three to four. Uh, mainly it had more gold on it, a little splash of gold on it. And the one from A New Hope had more of an industrial used look to it. And it was, you know what I mean? I, it's 18 years later, Obi-Wan tinkered with the damn thing. That's all it is. You yeah. know, he tinkered with it. And, you know, they got it as close as they could. They made an elegant version of what Luke had to put into an ele- more elegant time. Obi-Wan even said it, um, you know, uh, uh, a more, what was it? An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Yeah. So they just added some little accents to it. Just enough to make it look, oh, that's the same saber, you know? Just, that was all it was. Because, hell, it, the one from 3 had the Comtech clip on it, and the one from 4 had the D-ring. It's just little, I mean, even Obi-Wan's saber changed from uh, 3 to 4. He had the D-ring added to it, and, you know, details changed on it. That's all it is. It's just enough to make it look like the same saber, but just to know that time has passed and it's been tinkered with. I think that's all it is. I suppose so. You're just looking at me like you were just like, <laughs> your eyes glazed over while I was saying all that. Yeah, that's definitely details in the movie that you would notice and obviously that Joey would notice. That's yeah. not something I would notice. Well, see, the details even changed on the saber between episodes four and five and five and seven. They're the same between seven and eight, but between four and five, they took one of the... No- you're looking at me like I'm just this hyper nerd. <laughs> He's, every time he says a number, my eyes are bouncing back and forth trying because to I'm, which I'm trying which. to follow the timeline <laughs> of the movies. <laughs> Between four Where and we five, <laughs> a couple of knobs changed, and some of the details on the grip changed. And then between five and seven, they kind of combined <laughs> the sabers from four and five. And then between seven and eight, they were the same. So it's, it's just a continuity thing. They're just kind of tweaking it here and there. Do you want me to get onto something to where it won't make your brain scramble while I'm trying to say it? As opposed to, I mean, I don't know how many times you and I, my, ourselves, alone, without being on the show or whatever have tried to discuss this and you've told me so many times and I just all I know is that it's different that it upsets you sometimes <laughs> and you don't understand why it's different and so now I'm trying to follow this and I'm like okay we're here now we're back here now we're back before that and now welcome we're back to the Star Wars and galaxy. I'm like oh my god my head welcome to the production line of Star Wars films no kidding guys uh, I'm sorry alright let's move on next question okay now we have Sarah McCoy writes in she says first I love you guys in your podcast you're the only ones doing anything like this about canon and it's great keep it up 
I know you guys said before The Last Jedi might have worked better as a novel after reading the expanded edition. Do you feel the same about Solo? Yes and no. Because right now on Solo, I'm, I got a lot of it read today. I'm like two thirds of the way through it now. And, uh, I'm, I'm just not to the part where they're getting ready to land on Kessel to, to do the coaxium heist. Right. Um, with the last Jedi, okay, I'm going to start with this. The last Jedi, it definitely worked better as a, uh, don't get me wrong. I love the movie. I love, I love last Jedi. I'm one of those guys. You can lynch me all you want. I love last Jedi. You're not going to change my mind. But I will say this, the novel was superior to the film. The novel made a lot more sense. The novel added a lot more to it. You really got inside Luke's head and what he was thinking a lot of the times. You know what I mean? Um, There were even daydreaming moments where he was wondering what his life would have been like had he stayed on Tatooine. Because the Force had jaded. He was so jaded against the Force, you know what I mean? And stuff like that. So there was a lot to the the, uh, Last Jedi novel. The Solo novel, however, hasn't added a whole lot. It's just mainly extended conversations and deleted scenes. That's really all it is. and uh, But I will say this. They they added a lot more to Kira's backstory in the novel. So we, if you read the novel, now you know what happened immediately after Han got separated from her and he joined the Empire. You Now we know what happened to Kira. They ended up taking her back and she had to wait a day in a cell and talk to Lady Proxima, who was so injured that her jewelry was like embedded inside of her skin and stuff from the heat blistering her. And she sold her to a slaver who had her for, I think, a couple years and trained her into an assassin and then sold her to Dryden Voss. And then Dryden Voss sent her on a mission to go kill her former slave owner. Like, it's it's really, really complex, the story that happened with Kira now. But it's kind of a flashback scene in the book. Like, it's when she's talking to L3 in the cockpit, and, you know, L3's talking about, you know, what, what are you going to do about your problem? And she's like, what problem? And she's like, you kidding me? That guy out there loves you. His heart palpitations show that he loves you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stuff like that. So it flashes back at that point and it shows what happened to Kira and her history with Dryden Voss and stuff like that. So there's there's neat stuff in there like that about the in the novel. But the rest of it is just kind of unnecessary. And there's a there was another shower scene with uh, Chewie on the Falcon. He goes and asks Lando, you know, he starts saying something and Lando's like, "What? Uh yeah, and he starts petting Chewie's arm and he realizes the fur's clean. Then he digs deeper and realizes the undercoat is just still caked with mimbin mud, mud, you know, and and stuff. So he's like, "Uh yeah, he goes, you can go into my shower. You can use it after I go in there and get all my expensive stuff out. Then you can use whatever's left. And she was like, and he just goes straight to the bathroom and shuts the door and Lando's banging on the door. No, I got to get my expensive stuff out of there. And Chewie's screaming at him to leave him alone. So after an hour, he finally comes out looking a lot better. And Lando goes in and there's bottles everywhere of shampoo and detangler and, and hair all over the place. It looks like the shower after you get out of it. Just hair everywhere. And it's it, it, and it's the uh, expensive stuff. He had one detangler that was made from the from a gel from an uh, extinct flower that he was never going to be able to buy again. And he was like rubbing it off the floor and smelling it one last time and getting the smell one more time oh before he starts playing. There's, there's little stuff like that, but so far it worked better as a film. I'm going to say it worked better as a film that I think some of the stuff in the novel needed to be in the film, the way it started him actially doing the deal with the coaxium vials. Yeah. Cause the film starts with him hot wiring the speeder. The book picks up like 10 minutes before that. I think that needed to be in the film so you could actually see what was going on and stuff like that. But as of right now, it, it works better as a film. Just some of it needed to be transferred over from the book into the film. Yeah, I mean, Does that make o- sense? yeah, I mean, obviously, anytime uh, you compare a book to a movie, 
the book is going to be able to expand yeah. on stories a little bit more because they can be more creative with words and they, they have a lot more time that they can spend on a story than you can in a movie. Right. Typically, it's being said, when it comes to a movie, you're allotted X amount of time, which is typically, what, two, two and a half hours? Usually somewhere along in there, time. yeah. So, yeah, that's that's totally understandable. But, yeah, no, I enjoyed that movie. But there's, there's a lot that I'm, like, left sitting on the edge of my seat wondering what happened. Yeah. So, hurry up and finish reading the book so you can tell me what else happened with Kara because I'm waiting to see what <laughs> happened with Kara and Maul. Well, we're j- oh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I'll I'm, get there. I'm hoping that the novel has a little bit of a, a little more story to into that. it. Yeah, we'll see. I, um, I should be getting there pretty soon because, like I said, they just now landed on Kessel. All I got left is the Kessel mines, the Kessel run, and then refining the Coaxium and that whole deal at the end with Emphis Nest, with Emphis Nest and Dryden Voss and and Beckett and the and the. Oh my God! The blindsided betrayal nobody saw coming. You know, so. curse your sudden but inevitable <laughs> yeah. betrayal for all you brown coats out there. Sorry, I'm a brown coat. <laughs> but yeah, I, no. So far, it's working better as a film. Um, but some of the stuff from the book probably needed to be carried over. So I hope that answered your question, Sarah. Thanks for sending it in. Uh, what do we got next? Question number three. Um, we have Craig Windsor writes in and he says, when do you think we'll get the title for episode nine in the first trailer, which will come first in your opinion? The trailers are the title is going to come first. Traditionally speaking, the title comes first. We'll get the title first. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get the title by the end of the year. I'm going to say by the end of the year or beginning of next. By the end of January next year, we will have the title for episode nine. Okay, I agree with that. But if this is the last, in, is this the last installment of the Skywalker? Why yes, not? that's what they're that's what they're marketing it as. This is the epic conclusion to the Skywalker saga. What if they do like an epic, like everybody just anticipate, just soak in your anticipation, and here's your title, and here's your teaser, and then like a week later or something like that, here's a real trailer for you. Or, what if they don't release anything no. and just let the movie come out? No. No title, no trailer. Just be like, oh, here's who's in it. Comes out this day. Have fun, everybody. Can you imagine? No. Can you imagine? I know they're never going to do They might that. as well as just call the damn thing Blue Harvest and, Blue and, Harvest. and put it back up on the shelf and be done with it. Can you imagine if Lucasfilm pulled a stunt like that? They no won't. trailers. Whatsoever. No, they're they not going to do that. Um, but no, the title will come first. I'm thinking probably December or January. And then the first trailer be celebration chicago next year april when is when is this one supposed to release episode nine Uh next december next christmas generally speaking they release the generally speaking they release the trailer uh at, at celebration the year before like the teaser trailer the first teaser so i'm i'm gonna say the teaser is gonna be at celebration and the title is just going to be dropped. I don't know. They're probably going to make some big announcement about it. Or, or it'll be getting ready to leak and they'll release it on Twitter real quick or something like that. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. A lot of times they... they Sometimes they have leaks and stuff like that. But I don't think... When was the last time I actually had leaked stuff uh, the, about Star the Wars? The title for, I think, Episode 7 was released on a tweet. It was. Because it was almost like somebody was getting ready to leak it, and then Kathleen Kennedy was like, no, 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 you're not leaking it. We got this. Pulled her phone out and tweeted it out real quick. 
I think because we got that on just a random tweet on like a Thursday. Okay. But that was like November before. That was like thirteen months before episode seven actually came out. Okay, so that's like a long time. So that was a long time, but that was one that that was the the epic comeback of episode seven. That's true. So with episode nine though, yeah, I'm I'm gonna stick by my guns. When do you think we'll get the first trailer? Well, the first trailer. Because somebody, I don't remember who it was. Somebody told me they thought Super Bowl they dropped the first trailer. I think they'll drop the title. You think the title Super Bowl? Super Bowl. Because Super Bowl is a big deal and a lot of people watch the Super Bowl. So I think they'll they'll probably do like a teaser thing. Yeah. But like just like glimpses like they're really like known for now that Disney owns. Right. Owns them. So they'll probably do like flashes of light and then it'll be like coming to you in a theater in December. Kind of like what the original teaser trailer yeah. for the first Star Wars was. Yeah. The title's and just slowly getting bigger and like, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far. Or I all of this could be happening right now. It's something like that in the Tyler. I really kind of hope that they, like, that would be so Go freaking, completely old oh, school. yeah. That would oh, be Jesus, so freaking yeah. awesome if they did that, like, as a commercial during the Super Bowl, right? And then, like, May, because it's the yeah. traditional release date of Star Wars. Drop the first trailer. Do you think they'll make the the Star Wars font blue in this one? Because the last one was red. They did yellow and they did red. You think it'll be blue? It might be yellow for all we know, but I'm just saying, I mean, they made red. Look, Last Jedi focused heavily on the red. That was the big It was dark. For, this one's supposed to be well, really, really No, it dark. wasn't just that. It was like you had the, the Praetorian Guards. Snoke's throne room was red. Yeah. You had uh, the, well, the Planet was... Crate, which had all the red dust underneath it. They really focused heavily on that white-red color combo i mean yeah that's a good point so i mean but we've also heard that this one's supposed to be the final result the final wrap up and we're going to be saying goodbye to a lot of characters so it it can't be a comedy it can't be anything other than like a dark film yeah so well infinity war was dark and it had some comedy in it okay we're talking like people in the village are dying and Poe Dameron says, so who talks first? You talk first? I talk first? That That's funny comedy, though. Okay. Because that kind of stuff cements a character. Okay. That kind of stuff cements a character's personality right off the bat. Establishes who he is. Well, I mean, yeah. But, I mean, that that's probably as far as it's going to go. But, honestly, okay. Let me... Back up. Back up and rewind this a little bit. What if we said it's going to be something like Darth Vader to Krennic? Be careful not <laughs> to choke on your aspirations. Do you really not like that line? <laughs> it's, it's like the worst... Dad joke ever. Anakin and Vader were known for bad puns. Okay, but Anakin Skywalker is dead. I don't care. It's still part of him. Okay, like, look, even in, like, Empire Strikes Back, uh, this admiral, or uh, this captain decides, you know, I'm going to go to Vader and I'll apologize to him. And then when Vader's choking him, he's like, apology accepted, Captain Nita. And then he falls over dead. You know, like, he was apologizing to a dead man. And then in episode three... You have Anakin. This is my favorite one. We got to talk about this for a minute. I, every once in a while, I just have to talk about this pun because it's my favorite. Anakin and Duke are fighting at the beginning of the film. And Anakin cuts his hands off, his hands off, takes both sabers and puts them to his throat and cuts his head off. And the Emperor tells him, you did well, Anakin. And he's like, but he was an unarmed prisoner. I shouldn't have done that. Unarmed? Yes. That is the most, that is the best Star Wars pun Ever. How's that a pun? He had arms, just no hands. He was unarmed. He took his arms off like halfway up. He was he just unarmed. Said he, he cut off his hands. <laughs> he cuts his <laughs> arms off. Tomato, tomato. Shut up. Get out. You're fired. 
So. Okay, but then a- after after that situation, what did Dooku get for Christmas? <laughs> I don't know. He, has he hasn't opened, opened it yet. yet. Oh my god! <laughs> it's my favorite Christmas joke ever. Okay, um, but no, I'm thinking. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! What did I get myself into hiring you? Uh, when do you think we'll get title for nine? It's going to be probably December. That might be our Christmas gift since we're not getting a uh, film this year. I can see him releasing the title being like, look, you're not getting a film this year for Christmas, but here's the title for the next one. Do you think that's a possibility? Possibly. That's possible. They might make us grit and bear it and just wait. Oh, man, I'm dreading the next like 15 months. Like, can, I mean, can they just like freeze us in carbonite and then we can just pretend like we jumped into the future? Oh, I wish. Yeah, I but mean, the anticipation is the best part. Because then once you see the movie for the first time, you're like, oh, well, that wait's over. Now what do I have to look forward to? Oh, i got to wait another 18 months? That's great. Well, the only bad thing about being frozen carbonite is that you might lose your eyesight for a little while. That's true. So maybe that's not a good idea. At least you wouldn't have to look at me then. That's true. Uh, Question number four. What do we got over there, babe? Jenny Matthews writes in, and she says, I just listened to this week's episode of your podcast, which was, what, episode seven? Yeah, episode seven. And she says, and it was the first I've heard of it. I love you guys. It's always neat when a couple, you are a couple, right? <laughs> Find something cool like this to do together. I laugh so hard at your story about the C-3PO action figure. My boyfriend and I are the same way. My question is, did you both love Star Wars when you met, or was it something that was introduced to one of you afterwards by the other? Okay, Brian's looking at me, so I guess that means I get to answer it first. <laughs> I, know my, I know my side of the story. I don't really know yours, to be honest. I can't. See, he's always so quick to jump the gun on that answer, so he doesn't ever... He knows his answer, but he don't know mine. He he will always deny, deny, deny whenever I say this, but in all honesty, guys, first and foremost, I'm a nerd. I've always been a nerd. I like science fiction. I like fantasy. I like geeky. I like anything that provokes the mind to think outside the box anything out there so with that being said yes i knew what star wars was it just wasn't that prevalent it wasn't front and center yeah it wasn't always boom right there as a reminder but since knowing brian of course it's like walking into a brick wall every day (laughs) it's there every corner i turn in fact because i love brian so much oh (laughs) I actually went and got a Star Wars, Star Wars Rebel Alliance tattoo. You did. And it's on my forearm where I see it every single day. You got that, what, two, three years ago? Um, I think it's getting closer to four years four ago. Four years ago, we yeah. Because in Ohio. Because who did the tattoo on you? Uh, oh. Do you remember his name? Because I remember you you had it scheduled with him, and you wanted to do the Rebel Alliance. Dustin, that's it. I'm sorry, Dustin. Yeah. And uh, he went and bought the Star Wars saga on Blu-ray, and we watched Empire Strikes Back oh, yeah. while he did Dustin's the tattoo. Dustin's such a rad guy. Yeah, no, we watched Empire while he put the tattoo on you. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because I had known Dustin for a couple of years, because we worked at the Halloween store together, and so I was like, dude, I yeah. want to get this tattoo done for Brian. And he actually hooked me up, you know, gave me a really cool prize you know, gave me the free touch-ups for a year and everything like that. So, it's, like, super legit. Looks super, like, BA and everything. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is, like, the majority of the time that I got that one done, like, Brian, like, we I watched it. I was watching the movie. <laughs> Brian, Brian couldn't watch it because Brian 
is afraid of needles. So he was like, thank you, babe. Thank you for doing this, you know, in memory of me and, like, my passion and everything like that. That it means that much to you, like, to me and everything that you would do that. But I'm sorry, I can't watch. Yeah, no, I was watching Empire the whole time. He's like, I will faint. I love you, though. And she was like, I know. So, (laughs) but, uh, okay, so my side of the story is this. Uh, I met Kirsty and then hit it off really well with her. And she was, it was just, what, a couple months? No, it wasn't even a month later. She was coming over to my house for the first time to meet my mother and my sister, whom we won't talk about. And I told my mother, do not let her up into my room when she's here. Because just like here, I had all my action figures on the wall. I had posters up. I mean, it was it was literally, it, you looked like you were walking into the room of a virgin. And uh, like a six-year-old virgin, to be honest. So Kirsty comes over for the first time. And sure enough, first thing she wants to do is go check out my room. So I turn the light on and, and like I feel my heart sinking instantly. And she look she looks around my room and she sees all these action figures hanging on my wall. And she goes, "So you like Star Wars, huh?" And I was like, ah, "Yeah." And she went, "Huh? I've never actually seen all of them in order before." And instantly, I mean, in the blink of an eye, I went from thinking, "Oh my God, this girl's gonna break up with me because I love Star Wars." To, oh my God, how am I going to break up with this girl? Because she's never seen Star Wars all the way through. (laughs) But then she was like, but I'm willing to give it a shot. I'm like, oh, thank God, we can still fix this. So I ended up sitting her down. And I don't remember what order. Did I show you one through three first? Did I show you the prequels first? Yes, you made me watch one. Well, yeah, well, I think I did. I think my reasoning was because they only got better from there. (laughs) No, if you're going to watch this, you're going to watch it in order. Is and that what I, I said? Pretty much, like, pretty much, like, if you're going to watch this, you're going to watch it in order and see, like, what happens to Anakin, i.e. Darth Vader. I should have showed you four through six first. I should have, I just should have done it. Which I had seen them, you know, like, that. that's stuff that my parents grew up yeah. with, you know, being in the theaters and, and things like that or whatever. But, I mean, I saw it, hell, one of my high, my high school English teacher my senior year, uh... What was it like right before we went on a Christmas break or something like that? Yeah, we we definitely watched Empire. Watched Empire. Oh yeah, that was yeah. the best one at the time. Oh Still yeah. is to a lot of people, but. I mean, definitely. Yeah. And Brian's like, no, you didn't. Like, you wouldn't be asking I like to think I showed like it to this. her for the first time. Yeah, well. How much do you think we've spent on Star Wars stuff since we've been together? Because I think I figured the comics. I think I figured just the canon stuff up alone. This was like two years ago. I think I figured the canon stuff up at twenty two hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean it's quite a bit. And I, she lets me spend so much money on this stuff. She's such a keeper, guys. You need to find some. You guys out there need to find a girl like Kirsty, and you <laughs> girls out there, you need to learn how to be like Kirsty. So, I hope that answers your question. Kirsty was kind of into it, but now it's more front and center in your face, and now you're on a Star Wars podcast. Um, yeah, and honestly, I wouldn't change it for the world because Aww. it's something that. Makes you happy, and honestly, guys, if I let him spend the money on this, and I let him spend his time on this podcast, regardless if I'm sitting in on it or not, because he's been doing this for three years, doing the Star Wars Canon Library entity by itself, you know, whatever, but if I let him spend his time and his money on this, then I know he's coming home to me every night when he's done with his (laughs) first love, which is Star Wars. I'm not out trying to get power converters. Yeah. They all have bad motivators. They I'm the only bad. one with a good motivator because I'm motivated for you. Uncle Owen, what about that blue one? <laughs> what about that blue one? We'll take that one. 
All right, so we got one question left. Would you like to read it, dear? Our last question for this episode is Sean Winnings. He says, loving the podcast, Brian. Keep it up. I have a question about your collecting habits. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard you say you're a Black Series collector, but is that all? I've been collecting Star Wars toys my whole life and have a huge collection. I was wondering if you did too. Also, I was hoping you could give some advice to an up-and-coming podcaster. How did you start and what all is involved in getting your show out there to everyone and what kind of equipment do you use? Thank you in advance for taking my question. Uh, yeah, I have more Star Wars toys than uh, than I care to admit. Uh, I've got... Because uh, Kirsty won't let me open anything anymore. If I buy something, it has to stay in the package or I have to buy two of them. That's just all there no, is. No, even then when you buy two of them, I, I still... Well, there's there's ugh. two different Black Series figures. I need a duplicate of one I've already got. And there's another one that I need too, so I can leave one in the box and open the other one to put with my Luke Octu. Okay, just, just so you guys understand the reason why I'm even <laughs> allowing him to open these is because Black Series actually sells them as a centerpiece. Mm-hmm. And you can buy multiple figures, like, separately, but they have platform bases that coincide with the action figure in, like, their their location. So, like, the Luke Octu is when he's on the island on Octu, just like the Ray is on Octu mm-hmm. with the island journey or whatever. And that's why he wants to have two of those, because he does not own one, but he wants to have a secondary one so he can open it and put it on the platform base with Luke. Extending the lightsaber. Oh, you have to. I, I, mean, I wasn't that. I wasn't that big of a deal to me until I opened it up and the base had a peg for Luke to stand, and then there's another peg to stand Ray on. And I was like, oh well, crap! Now I have to have the other one. So that it wasn't that. Big. But no, the Black Series. Yeah, that's something that I'm at the point now where I'm just gonna get the ones that I really want. I'm not out to get all of them. Oh. It started out to get all of them. Started There's out, yeah. No way. Well, I'm you ever started get out with it. what, like the second wave of the orange box. It was the first wave. Yeah, second wave. Second wave. You got. Uh, we ended up being able to snag a couple of the prototype Boba Fett. Still got both of them. Yeah. Still got both of them. I got one, and I think. I think you're... I sold one of my regular Fets because I had two of those at one point. Uh huh. The prototype but, though is pretty sick. I still got both of those. Yeah. And I've only got a couple um, duplicate figures, and it's mainly because they're variants. That's true. Like the three yeah. PO with the red arm. I've got. <laughs> We're talking about three PO. Yeah. Right? There's two different variants of three PO with the red arm. There's one with the bright red and one with the dark red. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what else do I have a variant of? Luke Skywalker, Farm Boy Luke. And then I have a variant of Ray from Force Awakens because the before the film came out, Force Awakens they packaged her with just BB-8 and the staff. And then after the film came out, they included Luke's lightsaber. The lightsaber, yeah. So I got the the saber one on display, and then I got the other one packed away. But That's the Black true. Series is mainly what I'm. Usually after, and really, I'm because the next wave coming out, there's only two of them, and I, I want it's Ezra and Chopper because we're trying to get the Rebels crew. Yeah. Because we've got Kane and Ahsoka, Sabine and Hera. We it's need just, Ezra and Chopper, and then if they ever do a Zeb, there's only certain characters that I'm actually really hardcore after. It's just that there's so many of them coming out. It's so impossible frequently, to it's impossible to keep up with. Yeah. I mean, it's like a never-ending thing. And Especially when certain stores sell certain ones, and there's so many oh exclusives, God, yeah. and now there's going to be international exclusives. You know, like Comic Con exclusives. It's ins- it's insane. It's impossible. I mean, I'm lucky to even have what I have, but I've also, you know, I, I got a bunch of the old Power of the Force in the '90s. You know, the He-Man style figures. Except he only does the red cards. Only the red card. Yeah, I don't do green card crap. And then, um, well, no, those are the figures that like even three PO had pecs. 
Like, all of them were buff. I'm surprised oh, yeah. R2 didn't have a six-pack. Like Even Leia kind of looks like a man? Yeah, Leia looks like a man in that figure. And, and, and I, I'm not kidding when I say I, I, I'm surprised R2-D2 doesn't have a six-pack of abs. Because they really... Because even if you... Uh, I mean, you can see it from where you're sitting right there. That Lando figure. He's got six-pack, like, carved into his belly in his shirt. Like, I'm surprised Yoda's not beef like The Rock, man. Like, I'm... <laughs> they're just... They're so over-the-top muscular. But those were the figures I grew up with. And like an idiot, I opened every last one of them. So I've got a tote somewhere. I think it's in the closet it's in the over closet, there. Yeah. Completely full of loose uh, 90s action figures, the Power of the Force figures. And then I yeah, went back and bought a bunch of them again in package. But usually if it's Star Wars, I'll buy it. I don't care what it is. Like they even have these little things now you can get at Walmart that you open it up and dig through the sand and get pieces of a skull out. And they've got different characters from the films that have different skulls. And I've, I've already got Jabba the Hutt. Uh, a uh, oh my god! I just had a brain fart. <laughs> Gamorian guard and uh, a Zabrak. I really wanted the Zabrak. I was buying him till I got a Zabrak. But for those just of the you, skulls, for but those I, of you who don't really know what a Zabrak is, it's basically Darth Maul. It's Maul. Yeah, Maul's a Zabrak. Um, but no, if it's Star Wars, I'll buy it. I don't care what it is. It's suckers that look like lightsabers. I'll buy. It. Okay, <laughs> I, so I, basically, I what we have up in the studio is Black Series. And we have Hot Wheels cars, which is running through um, the movies, and that also includes Clone Wars and Rebels, and also all of the planets. And I think those those were a series run. Yeah, those were both two sets of eight. I just happened to spot those one yeah, one we, day at we Walmart, didn't buy them and we, we grabbed them. them. Yeah. We tried to find the Ralph McQuarrie Hot Wheels cars, and we never could yeah, find all the Ralph we never, McQuarrie Hot Yeah, we never found those. Any, and we we were traveling at the time. Yeah, we, we looked never, everywhere yeah. for them, because we weren't going to buy any of them unless we could get all of them. Exactly. And then, like he said, the red card, Power of the Force. He also has the OTC Original Trilogy Collection, a oh, couple yeah, of those guys up those. there. He's got a couple of, like, uh, like OG Dollar General action oh, yeah, figures. No, he so, unboxed those because they were kind of open. A better than the Black Series figures. Yeah, he unboxed them because they were already kind of open in the package, but he's got this, like, super cool, like, canvas hanging up on the wall. Um, and they're all propped up there. You know, like, uh, all the guys up there with the lightsabers all have their lightsabers in hand. Vader looks like he's choking somebody with the Force. Bahanto's got his blaster, and he's, like, shooting sky high, you know? Because that's just in his character. Yeah. If it's Star I mean, Wars, I'll buy it. He has a Lego Millennium Falcon. Yeah, we got a hell of a deal on that, I too. Mean, the only reason we bought... The, the only reason... Okay, Look, this Lego Falcon is the one from Episode Seven. Usually, it's like 180 bucks. The only reason Chris let me buy it was because on a whim, I scanned it on the little barcode scanner in the aisle, and it said 35 dollars. I'm like, there's no way. I think somebody typed it in the wrong way, and we took I it up, so. and sure enough, it was 35 dollars. I'm like, holy cow, I bought it. That's the only reason that I even bought that one. I don't usually go for Lego sets that cost more than yeah. 40, 50 bucks. I mean, we but, have. I mean, other aside from posters and I mean everything else. It's insane. Like it's. We also have some other things that are kind of put away in storage. Um, mm-hmm. I personally that I've added to the collection. Um, I've got the Forces of Destiny dolls from the YouTube oh, yeah, miniseries you do, yeah. covering all all basic. It mainly is women, but yeah. and but the dolls they are women. But some of the episodes we still need to find the rest men. of those too because I know they got the Ahsoka doll out now and uh, I think there's another Ray. Yeah, well, we only have one Toys R Us now. The other one shut down. No, no, so. all the Toys R Us closed. No, one of them's still open. No, it's not. Toys R Us, all of them closed, dear. No, we still have one open in Wichita, honey. No, we don't. 
No, we don't. You're not a real kid. You quit believing. No, Stop toys, toys are us. Toys You're are Captain us Hook and I'm Peter Pan. No, Stop. all of them closed. I'm sorry, dear. Okay, so then we also, I also <laughs> have added the Ian Dosher Shakespeare writings. Yeah. Covering all the uh, movies. Those yeah. are pretty, pretty dope if you like to... Um, read poetry. It's written like Shakespeare. Those are funny. Iambic pentameter. Because R2 yes, is a dick. He, they actually gave R2 a voice. Like, he is he a actually dick. talks. Yeah. He talks back. He talks back to 3PO, and it is hilarious. Definitely well worth the read. Oh, absolutely. Um, what else do we got here with Sean's question? Uh, advice on upcoming podcaster. Um,. Well, honestly, the only thing I can think of to tell you in advance is don't get nervous. Just do it. You know, it's, I mean, you don't have to have a whole lot to start. If you have a cell phone, you can do it with a cell phone. That's pretty it's, much how we started That's what, That's how the Canon Library yeah. started. I just, yeah, we did it with a cell phone. And, uh, you know, I've slowly upgraded now, you know, the new format we're getting ready to start. Should have the package in the mail tomorrow with the new equipment to get it set up for next week. We're actually going to turn it into like a radio show-esque kind of thing where you can call in and everything like that. We're but trying to. Trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to get it set up. But um, it's it's one of those it's one of those things where you just do it. You find something you want to talk about. It doesn't have to be Star Wars. Just something you know a lot about. Something you're confident to talk about. And don't look at it as you're talking to a bunch of people. Just think of it as you're looking at a camera that nobody's on the other side of. I mean, I know there's people on the other side of the camera <laughs> when I'm making a video. But I don't think about it. You know, I know there's people listening to this right now. You know, it's just me and you in a room right now, though. That's all it is, you know? Most, then, of, most of this time, Brian acts like he's having a conversation with just me, but he just pretends like there's other people that he's talking to as well. I could, yeah, you know. But anyway, um, uh, if you really want to get into it seriously, though, and keep in mind that I'm, I'm still new at this. It's, it, you know, I, I'm on a shoestring budget. Uh, I'm The equipment I use, like my webcam, I went and bought a, for the computer, I went and bought a, a, a CyberPower PC, something with some processing power gaming PC. So I could do the video editing. That was a big ouch in the wallet, but hey, hurt. it was worth that it. That one hurt, yeah, because I was using an old Lenovo, which I'm actually using to record her audio right now. But uh, it's it's uh, it's it's slowing down a little bit with age. But I, I, I got a gaming PC that I use. Uh, I got three monitors hooked up to it. One of them's a big-ass TV. And I've got... Well, the, the webcam I use is a, a Logitech C920. It's a 1080p webcam, and I've got a 720 right next to it. But I need to get two more of these C920s. Put on the wall over there. And then for the mic, I was using a Snowball, which I think Kirsty's using right now. And then I upgraded to this. It's actually a Rode mic. It was an NXT or something like that. But anyway, uh, it's just a USB mic. That's all it is. And and we're kind of going really high tech with this here before long. Because I got a mixer board coming in the mail tomorrow, a bunch of cords. And then what else do I have coming tomorrow? Uh, Another mic arm. It's just, it's mainly just, just, a bunch of just some stuff, different yeah. things that we were like, ah, we could use this. Yeah. So, but I mean, in all actuality, it's one of those things that as you go, you realize I can utilize this. I think mm-hmm. I might need this. You, you just got to reach out, figure out what you think you need to use. And you just, yeah, you, you either pinch the dimes in your paycheck to make sure you can allocate for that, push that much to the side and start saving back for that as a priority. Pretend like it's a bill. Do whatever you got to do so that way you can save back for it and, and get that start. I mean, 
this didn't all happen overnight. We've been oh, doing no, this, this is for like three years in the making. It's been almost four years, um, and there's been yeah, times close. coming up on where, it. There's been times where like before we even started doing like the actual podcast or recording any videos, even before we did our very first react to where I don't even want to go and buy the new comic, and I was like, dude, yeah, no, for you have yeah. to go do this. We were so tight on money, we literally counted pennies. Yeah. There was, there was a and time we made where it, it was happen. really tight. Yeah. We made this happen because this has always been a dream for Brian to wake up every day and do something he enjoys. Yeah. And that's that's part of the reason why he does this. That's why I support him doing this. That's why I love that he gets the opportunity to do it. So. But then um, how did we get started? Really, it was the new canon stuff started coming out. And I read the first, what, three books, four books? I think it was something After Lords like of the Sith. Yeah. And uh, we moved to Kansas, and then that's when I was like, no, I want to do this. Because to be completely honest, like personally, me personally, I was going through a lot at the time. I was going through a really rough patch in my life. Kirstie was really the only thing that got me through it, and she was there for me the whole time. And uh, this big family issue happened, and and me and Kirstie moved to Kansas. We got here, and I needed an outlet. I needed something to get my mind off everything. I needed a stress reliever, so I started doing little YouTube videos. Uh, in her mom and dad's basement on his on her dad's karaoke equipment, recording with uh, I think at the time it was audition. I think I was recording with audition, but anyway, I really don't remember. But I ended up deleting those videos because they were just so bad because I didn't know what the hell I was doing at the time. And then we ended up doing the trailer reaction for the last trailer for Force Awakens, and then that was when I was like, I really want to turn this into an actual YouTube channel. And then I started the website, and it started as a Facebook page first is what it originally started as. And then I started doing YouTube videos and we turned it into a website and then the YouTube channel just kind of grew a little bit more than I actually thought it was going to. I never thought I'd get more than a hundred subs. I never thought I'd get more than 20 subs. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, and, and that kind of grew. And then, you know, I fell in with uh, another group of podcasters and then I started deciding that I was going to turn it into something bigger. So now we have the star Wars canon podcast. Cause I, I told her before I even started, I want to do something that talks about Star Wars. Doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, uh, anything big. Just a podcast or something, you know. And now I finally, after three years, have gotten it to where it's an actual podcast, which I love. I love this. It's, it's way easier to do it this way. It's a lot of fun doing it this way. So that's that's kind of how we got started on that. And and I, I was trying to find something to talk about. And Star Wars is really my entire life, and it's what I know. So. Uh, that's that's kind of what I wanted to do, but uh, but what's involved in getting the show out there? Uh, to kind of let you guys in on a secret and the way I do it, it was a YouTube channel for the longest time, which I still have. But the podcast itself, I was just releasing on YouTube, and then I decided to kind of take try to take it bigger and get it on Spotify and iTunes and and now Google Play. So I actually decided to uh, find a host for the podcast every week and that's what I upload it to and then they disperse it everywhere to iTunes, Spotify, now you know Google plays its own uh, well I think it, it gets shared off of there also but uh, that's really the way it's, it's shared out now and then we're getting ready to turn it into like an actual show I think next week we're going to try to do that I want to try to talk to Chris Rains and see if he wants to be on next week's episode and, and, and talk about some stuff because he's another big Star Wars fan he's uh, the one we were talking about last week we went and saw Solo with yeah, for the first time. So, uh, and I know his girlfriend's a big Star Wars fan. I'm trying to get her on too because I really want to geek out with somebody about some Star Wars stuff. Somebody who actually, I'm not saying you don't, don't take this the wrong way, mm-hmm. but somebody who <laughs> I hear you over there, but somebody who actually knows a lot about Star Wars. You know what I mean? Because he messaged me the other day and told me her collection makes mine look like a six year old's. 
That may be so, honey. But I got it. I know. You got, For it, in, life, you got it in your skin, in I know. In my skin. You I cut know. me and I bleed, Star Wars. But, uh, Sean, I hope that kind of helped you out a little bit. And look, uh, if you're trying to figure out which to buy first, camera or microphone, microphone is the most important thing. If you sound good, people can at least put the phone down and listen to you. You, you know, if you sound like That's crap, true. they won't watch you. You can at least listen to somebody with a get a good microphone. And I use Audacity for right now to record our audio, and I'm getting ready to go to Cool Edit Pro. So, it's 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 one of those things that you wouldn't think it's more important than everything else to make videos, but the microphone is the most important part. I mean, so honestly, definitely do that. Honestly, if you're wanting to venture down that avenue of being a podcaster, your voice is what's going to sell your subject matter. Yeah, no, you don't need what a video you talk at all. About, yeah, what you talk about is what's going to sell it. Yeah. So. Focus on that for sure. Yeah, that's really it. You know, and if you decide you want to start making some money off of it, you can start a Patreon account. You get enough subscribers on YouTube, get a thousand subs, and you can start putting ads on your stuff. Start generating some kind of revenue, which we're we're starting to get to that point now with the podcast. We're finally getting there. So uh, it, it's it's a lot of work, man. It really is. It's a lot of dedication. There's been times where I'm actually shocked Kirsty didn't leave me because of how much time I was putting into the hell. I've been in here at two a.m. before editing podcasts to get them out on time. Yeah, you know, after Kirsty went to bed, so. It does take a lot of dedication and a lot of time and, and, and a lot of fervor. You really have to be kind of a fanatic to do it and stubborn. Thank God I got my stubborn streak from my dad. Sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes. Sometimes. Ask Kirsty, not always. Uh, well, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Canon Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, guys, just as a quick heads up, as an announcement, I think I mentioned this earlier, we are going to be closing down StarWarsCanonLibrary.com and we're going to be moving it all to StarWarsCanonPodcast.com. Uh, podcast.com is actually live right now. That's where you can find this podcast. I've already got a list of upcoming canon in the timeline there. Uh, but we are going to be losing the gallery page. So like I said earlier, sometimes you got to cut some fat and, and less is more sometimes. You know what I mean? So, and it's less work for me. Uh, make sure to visit the Facebook page. We're going to be doing some live Q&As here coming up. Very soon, we'll be giving away a couple things. Kirstie's got us some ideas for some prizes to give away. We have more than that. I have a box of goodies for you guys. You have a box of goodies? I have a box of goodies How for come our I don't listeners. Have a box of goodies? I don't have a box of goodies. That's... You have a room of goodies. Look around, sweetheart. Yeah, but I want goodies, man. That sucks. Uh, make sure to subscribe uh, Subscribe to us on the YouTube channel. Hit that notification bell so you're notified when we upload a new episode or video. Uh, and guys... Uh, where was I? I completely lost where I was for a second here. Oh yeah, find us on iTunes, Spotify, and soon to be on Google Play Store. If you'd like to get a question on the Star Wars Canon Podcast next week, you can email it to us at StarWarsCanonLibrary at gmail.com or tweet it in to us at Star Wars Canon Library, or I'm sorry, at SW Canon Library. You can find us there. Is there anything I forgot to add, dear, that I need to uh, let the good people know about? No, not really. I think you covered it all. I think I pretty much covered it all. Well, fair enough. Well, then I believe that'll do it for this week's episode of the Star Wars Canon Podcast. Again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Without you, we are nothing. So until next time, guys, have a good night and may the force be with you.